You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, we are live and on the air, and thank you all for listening, and welcome to the On Point with Victor show. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, look, folks, hey, look, uh, we had 9-11. It uh, came and went. Uh, Joe Biden either wasn't cognitive enough or uh, couldn't wake up from his nap time to give a live speech respecting the people who died or showing his respect or giving his respect for the people who died. You know, he was just uh, he just couldn't do it, I guess. You know, it's, it's pretty sad. And, and, and what a statement that is. Uh, Dementia Joe, Taliban Joe, shame on you, man. Shame on you. But look, folks, I hope you took a moment. And, uh, and, and, you know, I know most of my listeners would do this, um, just, just to remember 9-11. And if you've got kids, uh, explain to them what 9-11 is. We, we actually have teachers, uh, in this country, in certain states that are trying to remove teaching 9-11. And when they can't remove teaching 9-11, they're just changing and making up their own facts about 9-11. Um, folks, it's very simple what happened on 9-11. You had a bunch of douchebag terrorists come over to this country, train and learn how to fly a plane, then go to the airport on 9-11, get on planes, hijack these planes, crash two into the towers in New York City, crash one into the Pentagon, and one of them crashed because of some damn brave, fine Americans that were on the flight that forced it down and crashed into a, gosh, I can't remember, a park or something, but it was... A field in uh, Pennsylvania, in West Pennsylvania. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's why you're legendary, Dave. And it, yes, they brought that plane down. That plane was headed, folks, for either the Capitol or for the White House. And those brave souls on that plane brought it down, and that's why it uh, crashed in the field, as David mentioned, in Pennsylvania. So, so just take take the time to remember it, folks. We lost a lot of good Americans that day. Um, that is the worst attack on this country's soil. It should never be forgotten, and it should always be taught. And, and folks, I, if you've got a kid that's in school, you need to make sure they know about 9-11. And if they're not being taught it, you need to go to that school and you need to find out why it's not being taught. Or, or if it is being taught and your child's coming home with a whole different perspective on 9-11, then you need to go out of that school and go, wait a minute. Uh, there are very simple facts on what happened on 9-11, and those facts need to be taught. Because it was a group of terrorists. They were from the Middle East. They were Islamic radical radicals. And they killed thousands of Americans that day. And and then we had first responders. I mean, the, the amazing, amazing men and women of the NYPD. The amazing men and women of the uh, fire department, the New York fire departments, uh, who ran in to buildings that were on fire burning but they ran in anyway and many of them lost their lives um in fact that leads me look if you want to do something if you want to take part if you want to help look up tunnel for towers tunnel for tower tunnel for towers um, you can always help them because that's helping the veterans tunnel to towers, tunnel to towers my bad <laughs> thank you david uh tunnel to towers Look that up, and you can donate, and you can help, and all that money goes for first responders and our veterans. Um, so don't forget 9-11. Remember 
and uh, and make sure you're teaching your kids or, or anyone else that you have access to. Just make sure they, they know about it, folks, because this is the kind of history that should never be forgotten. Because if we do forget it, it's going to happen again. And and my gosh, folks, Taliban Joe Biden, Dementia Joe, has just created a vacuum in Afghanistan, which is going to be fulfilled by every terrorist group known to man, uh, including maybe some terrorist groups we don't even know of yet. And uh, who do you think they're going to target? Who do you think they're going to target? So we as a country are are less safe because of the complete and horrible ineptitude of Joe Biden and the the ridiculous execution of a horrible plan, if you want to call it a plan. But Biden's failure in Afghanistan and and his team of merry boy, I, I want to use some other words, but I can't. <laughs> so, but uh, these fools that that are the Biden administration and the Democrats who uh, who just who got 13 of our military brave men killed in Afghanistan, left Americans behind. Folks, we still have Americans being held hostage in Afghanistan. Um, we have the Taliban now, folks, running around with severed heads of people who they're going and finding. They're going house to house, and they're looking for people that help the, the, help the U.S. military, uh, and they're looking for Americans. And the Biden administration gave them the data and ability to go find these people and to know where they were. That, that's that's the even another travesty and, and just absolute stupidity of the Biden administration. Um, but the Taliban's already gone out and found these people, the, whether they be interpreters or, or in a, of some way they helped the United States. And they're severing heads and they're parading the heads around so people can see them. And they're not only doing that, folks. This is the Taliban where Jen Psaki and Biden and, and the rest of those idiots in Washington were saying just the other day that, oh, the Taliban was acting businesslike and professional-like. Since when has it been businesslike and professional-like to parade severed heads around towns? Uh, since when has it been professional and businesslike to drag women out of schools, to uh, beat women in the streets, to force all the women to cover up their every part of their body except their eyes folks this is the taliban the terrorist group which is horrible to women and they are horrible to the gay homosexual lgbq rstryv uh, horrible to them but you don't hear one democrat you don't hear biden you don't hear any pelosi schumer none of them ocasio cortez where are you where are you for women's rights? Where are you standing up for the women in Afghanistan? You didn't only not stand up for them. You wouldn't even evacuate some of the women who deserve to get out of Afghanistan, whether they be Afghanis or Americans. No, you left them behind, and you did it with a smile on your face. And then you trotted Joe Biden, Dementia Joe, out as, as, as late as a week or so ago to say that what a successful mission the evacuation was in Afghanistan. I mean, folks, I, I'm not going to get on that again, but it just it just really, really chaps my derriere. But, uh, you know, folks, I'm not angry. Uh, I'm just right. I'm just right. And I'm going to tell you how it is. I mean, this is the On Point with Victor show. You're going to get logic here. You're going to get common sense here. And that's it. You're not going to get uh, sugar-coated 
messages or or anything like that. I, I I'm just not going to do it, and I'm not going to lie to you either. Um, we're going to get you are going to get as a listener the the truth, and you're and and there's no my truth or your truth. There's just the truth, and that's what you're going to get. And you're going to get common sense, and you're going to get logic. That is what the On Point with Victor show is all about. So. That's all I want to say there, folks. Just look, don't forget about 9-11. Just don't let it be forgotten. It, it, it just, we cannot forget. So um, so today's a big day for Californians, and I've got some awesome California listeners out there. And I hope all of you, if you're listening to me right now, all of my California listeners, if you haven't gone out to vote against Gavin Newsom, do so. Do so. Look, uh, you can't sit back and rest on your laurels. The uh, All the polling is showing Gavin Newsom winning this thing by a landslide, but I don't care what the polls say. Only you, the voter, can make polls wrong. Uh, so get out there and vote. If you haven't voted, get out and vote to take Newsom out. Um, you vote yes for the recall. Get out and vote yes for the recall. I really don't at this point care which Republican takes his place. And there are a lot of Republicans on that ticket. I know Larry Elder is leading the way. And uh, look, I, I like Larry Elder. Uh, I, I think he's a smart, sharp guy. But I think as a typical Republican and typical establishment Republican, they are, are they may snatch uh, – a loss from the well how, how's that saying go you're snatching the loss from the draws of victory um but i'm afraid that's what might happen today because larry elder they they the the media and the democrats were successful in making this election about larry elder instead of keeping it about newsom and uh and look folks this was a this was even for california this was an easy recall i think um Newsom was awful. He's been awful for California, but you got to keep the attention on Newsom, and I don't think the Republicans did that because this isn't really Republicans versus Newsom. This was the people of California versus Newsom, and I think there are plenty of people that were ready to throw him out. Uh, now I'm afraid, you know, he, he may he may survive, but we'll see, we'll see. But if you're in California, get out there and vote, and vote yes for the recall of Newsom, and then pick your Republican to vote for, uh, or your independent libertarian, whoever's on that thing, other than Newsom. Um, but Newsom's got to go for the good of California. Newsom's got to go. And you know what? What is crazy, folks? This is this is something all of you should listen, especially my black listeners, my brown listeners, my Asian yellow listeners. <laughs> you guys listen. Take listen to this and understand that the the vote that's coming out for Newsom is the white progressive vote. That white elitist. That wants you and me, me, the brown skin and the black skin, you, they want us to serve them at their parties while forcing you to wear a mask. They're forcing your restaurant to close. They're telling you you can't go to restaurants. But then they all get together, their elitist white progressive butts get together in San Francisco. They get together in the vineyards. They go to Napa. All over California, the nicest, most expensive place, that's where they're having their parties. And they're maskless. You can look it up and find the pictures. They're maskless. But you, you have to be in a mask. And the brown people and the black people, well, those are the servers. They're in masks, serving these unmasked white elitists. That's the people voting for Newsom. You think, do you think that these white progressive morons who are, are elitist and, and they can do whatever they want and when they want, and they're making rules that 
and that you have to follow. Do you think they have your black butt or my brown butt in their best interest? No, they don't. The letter D does not stand for diversity. The letter D is standing for Democrat authoritarianism. And that's what we're seeing. In fact, you know, I named this show today. Um, you know, you, you heard the talk of authoritarianism for four years, I, even before Trump. Anytime a Republican is elected in this country, all you hear is talk of authoritarianism and, and you hear talk of, uh, of fascism. And what do I always tell you folks? What if I told you ever since I've had this, the, 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 the blessings or, or, or the, I've had the, the luck of, of, and the honor of sitting in this chair here in America's Web Radio, uh, I've been telling you that what, whatever the, the Democrats are doing or whatever they have planned, they're going to accuse the Republicans of doing it. So when a Democrat comes out and accuses a Republican of being authoritarian, uh, an authoritarian or a fascist, it's usually because that Democrat is about to do an authoritarian thing or, or a fascist thing. Um, the only fascists and authoritarians in this country, folks, for the most part, is the Democrat Party. Um, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that and, and, and why that, that is. Uh, but, folks, I mean, the, just think about the last four years when you heard, and, and again, you heard it before then, but especially the last four years, all you heard of was, oh, this is the, the administration is authoritarianism, they're fascist, they're this, they're that. And then you fast forward to today when you've got Biden trying to force you to have a shot. Biden telling you and his people are telling you that it, as a citizen of this country, you don't get to travel wherever you want. You don't get to get up and go state to state. According to Biden and his merry band of authoritarians, traveling is a privilege. You as American citizen have the privilege of travel. You don't have the constitutional right to travel. That is according to the Biden administration, folks. That is authoritarianism, folks right to the core. Uh, All right, folks, when we get back, we're going to move on to some other things, and I'll elaborate more on the authoritarianism uh, cause that I'm talking about today. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. We're back. So, hey, Liz, I, so I got, uh, of course, I'm getting messages already on where did I ride my bike this weekend. Folks, unfortunately, I didn't get to go on a bike ride this weekend because I was out of, out of town. I actually had to go to Orlando. And, you know, I, I went to, uh, I spent some time at uh, in Orlando the last four or so days, five, four or five days. And uh, I got to tell you. Uh, Ron DeSantis is a rock star in Orlando and, and Florida, and I was again in the Orlando area. But I, ta- I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of the people I talk to around the Orlando area are are just, I mean, Ron DeSantis is a rock star, and it is very interesting. I mean, from my Lyft drivers to the people in the hotel that I stayed at. Um, to uh, restaurant waiters and servers, uh, Ron DeSantis is a rock star. I mean, these people are ready to vote for him. They're ready to for him to be president. Although I did hear that there were some people that were concerned of when he when he gets elected president, who's going to get elected governor of Florida. And, I, and what I tell everybody in Florida, and what I told these folks, I said, look, you've got to start looking now on who you're going to recruit to run for governor of the great state of Florida uh, if Ron DeSantis does run. So, but, uh, but it was really awesome. It was great. I, and no, I didn't get to go to Disney World and I didn't get to go to Universal. I wanted to, but I didn't get to. Uh, but it's okay. I'm going to be back next week. So maybe I'll get a chance to go then. Uh, but, uh, but it was, it was a lot of fun down in Orlando. They had great weather and, uh, well, for the most part, it did rain a couple of days. Um, but, uh, it was just fun to go down there and hear the responses that, that, uh, Ron DeSantis is getting and the way the Floridians are really, uh, really loving what this guy is doing down in florida and uh and folks i i i hope ronda santos keeps fighting back you know and abbott in texas abbott in texas is another one what they need to be telling their people and what they need and i would even do commercials to reach the uh the 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 democrat maybe who sits at home or or maybe just the american who's at home because they're getting paid to stay at home you know, run some commercials because what what Abbott and and DeSantis and and other governors around this this country what they need to to drive home is when when the Democrats come out and they keep wanting to use the Wuhan virus, they keep COVID, 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 and they want to scare you into into your home and they want to blame red states. the 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 blame needs to be that the open borders, the borders are open. Folks, we had the Delta variant because of illegals who came over the border, and then that Delta variant spread like wildfire. Any other variant that comes in this country is 99% of the time it's going to come across that border. Uh, any other disease that we're, we face is probably coming across that border. Folks, over the last five or ten years, we've dealt with diseases that we haven't seen in this country for decades because of the illegal population that's coming over that border. And now with Biden, we've got an open border. So you've got COVID people flooding into uh, the Texas. What the hell do you think is going to happen? Of course there's going to be an outbreak. Um, and then they, they take these people from Afghanistan, they fly them in here, and they drop them in Florida, they drop them in Georgia, they drop them in Texas. They're dropping them all over these states across the Union. And they're not mandating vaccines for the illegal. They're not mandating vaccines for the refugee. Hell, they don't even make them wear masks. They were on the planes being flown over here, and they didn't have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. I had to wear a mask to freaking Orlando on a flight. But the refugee coming from Afghanistan doesn't have to wear a mask. And the 
illegal coming across the border doesn't have to wear a mask, nor are they being mandated to, to get the vaccine. How does that make sense? If you're going to look at the American citizen and tell them, tell us that we're, that, that we must take a vaccine, we must get the shot, then you damn well better start with the border first. And you start with the illegals first, and you start with the Afghani refugees first. Then you come to me, the American citizen, and then maybe we'll talk. Because folks, it's just, it's unbelievable to me that you've got a president right now, we have a president right now, who thinks he has the power to force the American citizen to get a shot in their arm. What happened to follow the science? And again, folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. But what happened to follow the science? We're not following the science anymore. Now it's shut up and obey. The Democrat mantra used to be follow the science. But once they got rid of Trump and they got their their puppet Biden in there, now it's not follow the science. It's you shut up, sit down, and obey. You obey your authoritarian leaders because that's what these Democrats are. And that's why I titled this show. You, you they, they talk about authoritarianism for the past four years. But Joe Biden is writing the book on authoritarianism or American authoritarianism. Because when you have a federal government that is telling you, the citizen, that you must take a shot, they're not following the science. Folks, look, the data right now is showing if you've had coronavirus and 100 million or so people in this country have had coronavirus and recovered. And the data is showing that you have higher antibodies than the vaccine is going to give you. So if you've had a bout with corona, then if you decide not to take the the vaccine, then the science is on your side. Now, if you haven't had the virus and, and you're especially if you are over 65 or if you're any age and you're overweight and you haven't had the virus and recovered, then you should take the vaccine. I, I, I'm 100% for the vaccine. I am 100% against the federal government forcing you to have the vaccine. Look, folks, if the vaccine works, as many of our vaccines have worked, if this vaccine works, then you shouldn't care about the non-vaccinated. Now, I'm not saying don't go and talk to your family members or go talk to overweight people or go talk to elderly like I've been doing and, and encouraging them to get the virus. I'm not saying not to do that. But I'm telling you, if you've been vaccinated and it works, then you don't need to concern yourself with the unvaccinated. Because if a vaccine works, it's protecting you from the unvaccinated. So the burden is on the unvaccinated. So if a person chooses not to get vaccinated, that that burden's on them. They're not going to get you sick to the point where you're going to die if the vaccine does in fact work. That is just common sense. That is just logic. And that's what you're going to get here on the On Point with Victor show. So this whole argument is simple. The the federal government being run by Biden and his band of cronies, the fact that you're trying to mandate a vaccine and force a shot in your arm, it's all about control and nothing about health. The moment that they stopped following the science and they stopped listening to doctors is the moment that this became not about your health. It became, it became about controlling you, the citizen. Folks, the moment they exempted illegals from this vaccine mandate and they exempted Afghan refugees from the vaccine mandate, but they're forcing you, the citizen, to get the, the shot. This isn't about health. This isn't about your well-being. This is about control. How much control are you willing to give up? 
How many of your civil rights are you willing to give up? How much of the Constitution are you going to allow to be bastardized in the name of a virus? Because the Biden administration and the Democrats could care less about your health. If this were about your health, then they would be – let me put it to you this way. The Democrat Party is trying – with help of some douchebag establishment Republicans, they're about to spend not $3.5, but instead more like $5.5 or $6 trillion. $6 trillion as I hit the microphone. My, my apologies. But over $5 trillion, let's just put it this way, $5.5 or so trillion dollars is what the Democrats and some establishment douchebag Republicans want to spend. They want to tax, 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 and spend, spend, spend. Well, here's a thought. If they cared about your health, if they cared about our health, the citizens of this country, then they would take a trillion of these dollars that they just want to spend so freely since they're reaching out and grabbing trillions of dollars from thin air. Then if they cared about your health, they would divvy up the trillion dollars and send every American citizen a check and say, if you get the vaccine, we'll send you a check. Let me put, let me reword that. They could say, if you, the American citizen, go get the vaccine that we want you to get, we will divvy up a trillion dollars and you will get your share. And we'll send it directly to your house, directly to your mailbox. We're going to drop a check once you show that you've been vaccinated. That I could understand. That I can understand because money is an incredible motivator. And right now in a time when people have lost their businesses, people have lost their jobs, the Biden administration is is giving breadcrumbs out to people to stay at home. And we have a continued labor shortage uh, at a time when there are jobs that people just won't go and get because they're being paid not to work. And then and again, I've mentioned already the businesses that have been that are closed down, the the number of Americans who have lost their livelihood. In the midst of all that, if you really cared about them and wanted them to get the vaccine, then you would use money as a motivator. And since the federal government can clearly reach out and grab a trillion dollars just out of the sky, out of thin air, then take the trillion, divvy it up, and tell the American people, if you're willing to get the vaccine, we'll give you a cut of the trillion. If you don't want to get the vaccine, fine, that's your choice. You just won't get a cut of this trillion dollars. That would be the best way to get the money. You want to see people in this country get vaccinated within seconds? You offer them money. And I can't stand the way this federal government's trying to pay people not to work. But I would understand that in the health of the people, and if you really were concerned about the, the, the American people's health, if you really were concerned about it, and if you, and the vaccine works like you say it does, then take this magical trillions that you're just pulling out of the air and divvy it up to the American people who are willing to get vaccinated. Do that. Do that, and then I will believe that you're putting the people's health first. Because right now, you trying to force – you, you, Mr. Democrat and Mrs. Democrat, you trying to force the will, your will on the American citizen – you, you, Mr. Democrat and Mrs. Democrat and Miss Democrat, who are trampling on the Constitution and you're willingly trampling on the Constitution because you want to force a shot, then you don't care about our health. Because the more you try and force on uh, – you force the American citizen into doing something, the more the American citizen is going to pull away. Because, again, take me, for instance. I don't 
not disagree in the vaccines. I support the vaccines, but I do not support you forcing me. And the more you try and force me to do something, the more I'm going to pull away. And that is just the American spirit. Folks, we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor Show, and I am Victor Armendariz. And you're listening to the America's Web Radio station, uh, broadcast live right out of Atlanta, Georgia, folks. Actually, Sandy Springs, to be exact. Uh, listen, I got a treat for you. You know, I've been talking about authoritarianism, and and that leads to communism. It leads to socialism. It leads to Marxism. Yeah, you only need to look at history to see what I'm telling you. Uh, but since I've been talking about this, I, I, I what a great treat. We have a caller I'm about to go to, and this caller, and I'm going to get her to explain, but, but I, you know, was just talking to her off the air, and, and my understanding is uh, she has quite the experience with authoritarianism and communism, uh, but I'm going to let her tell the story herself. So uh, on the line, caller from Georgia, Paulina, are you there? Hi, guys. Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. So, Paulina, tell me, uh, I'm just going to let you have the floor for a minute. Tell me why you're calling. So I am actually calling... Um you know, this whole COVID situation, wearing masks, getting vaccine and everything, was sort of there, but didn't really affect me personally until now. Well, you know, I don't like wearing the mask. What a big deal. I still, you know, if I really have to, I put it on. Um, you know, it's inconvenient and kind of, again, I don't like it, but it's not a big deal. So now um, that this new rule is coming out with, mm-hmm. you know, requiring employees, over 100 people, to vaccinate all their employees, mm-hmm. and my employer has 2,000 employees, so definitely a little over 100. Yeah, just um, a little. So I'm kind of becoming a subject of this new rule. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is sort of, okay, what do I do? You know, I agree with all your assessments, with all the theoretical thinking and theoretical talk, um, but it's sort of, I feel stuck. I'm a single mother uh, to two teenagers, so I cannot afford to quit um, mm-hmm. 
my employer. And I do have some friends that actually are prepared to quit their job. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not in a position to do that. So sort of, what are my options? Well, uh, and, I'll... I'll tell you this, Paulina. I, I would say at this point, sit tight because all of this is going to get to the courts because what Biden's the Biden administration, what you're going to start hearing very soon is you're going to hear the Democrats talk about uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts. And they're going to say that this 1905 court case gives them right the right to mandate vaccines. But they're 100 percent wrong. So it's going to make it to the Supreme Court eventually. And the reason they're wrong is because in that case in 1905 with Jacobson versus Massachusetts, that was a state issue. The the ruling was that there was a police power. The state has the police power. And that at that time in 1905, the state of Massachusetts was trying to force a, 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 a smallpox vaccine. And that made it to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court basically determined, well, you know what? The state of Massachusetts put this through the legislature and the governor of the state of Massachusetts signed it into law. And the governor is the leader or the head of the police state or the policing avenue of a state and so he that was allowed to stand what the biden administration is trying to do is take that ruling and say that it it applies to the federal and it no way does that the supreme court was very clear in 1905 and said the only reason that this can uphold for the state of massachusetts is because the policing is being done by the state of massachusetts and not by the federal government so the very case that they're trying to use to force uh everyone in the country to have a vaccine Vaccine, that case they're trying to use actually shows the opposite of what they're pushing. The, the, the case actually shows that, no, there are restraints, and the Constitution does not allow for the federal government to mandate vaccines to the populace. So I, what I would tell you right now, Paulina, is to, is to hold tight, and uh, you, you can talk with, your, with, the, with the superiors or whoever you know, the, the leaders are of your company and just tell them, look, this isn't going to hold up in court because I don't think it will. And you can just try and hold out as long as possible and let this, law, let this mandate be struck down because I don't think Biden, they're going to be able to do it. Now, I hope your company is willing to, to stay the course right now because they are not they don't have to follow any mandate right now because it's going to be adjudicated and um while it's being adjudicated mm-hmm. they don't really need to do this and force you on this so i would probably talk to them paulina because you know you definitely don't want to be in a position where you leave your job and and, and it, would, it would be terrible to do that but i think you should hang in there and you know what for the meantime if they require you to take a test take the test and show that you don't have covid or offer to work from home do everything you can to talk to them and say look i'm being a reasonable person here but i have reasons not to take the vaccine so therefore i'll do some other things let's compromise i I would tell you to try and do that um before you go off and get the shot if you don't want to yeah definitely um and it seems that a lot of things that government is doing right now um we thought were impossible unconstitutional mm-hmm. and so on and they're still being and, done and, they're and doing you're it. right there is definitely a lot of parallel to where i'm from i was born um in soviet union mm. um i was very young when soviet union collapsed so i remember more of a perestroika dark times in russia so to speak um but i again i was born during the soviet union times in russia and um, I definitely see a lot of parallel with kind of how Bolsheviks 
came to power mm-hmm. um, in 1917 in Russia and what actions they were taking, sort of rewriting the history, removing uh, a lot of historical monuments, mm. renaming the streets, renaming <laughs> schools, and so on and so forth. Um, wow. Definitely a lot of parallel Ev- here that with what's going on right now in the U.S. So basically, um, when I, if, if I say, and, and I talk about on this show sometimes, we have our own Bolsheviks in this country, in the Democrat Party. So, Paulina, when you see, when you see the, the monuments being taken down and you see Antifa running around trying to pull statues down and, and you see the Democrat Party that's, that's all for it, and then they want to rename, they want to take the history out of naming uh, schools and, and, and just the historic places, and they want to rename it and, and make it woke. So you, you see how this is very similar to actual communism because you lived it. You still there, Pauline? I'm sorry, Victor. No. You're breaking oh. up, but yeah, absolutely. Um, so you saw. But- very similar to what was going on okay. in early 1920s in Russia. Yeah, so basically, you are a person who's um, here in... Russian Empire collapsed. Right, so you're a person here in this country, Paulina, who who actually knows what it... You know what communism is. And so, I guess real quick, why don't you tell the listeners, because Paulina, we have listeners all across the country who are are getting introduced to you right now. Tell them... Tell, talk about some of the parallels and some of the dangers if we allow the Democrats to continue on the road that they're on. I'm not sure you're putting me on the spot now. I called <laughs> in to put you on the spot originally. Well, I'm the host. And I, I'm the host and I'm good at it, Paulina. No, no, Paulina, listen. <laughs> I, I so. You know, the, the actual, the... Um, now the 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 point is is that you're you're actually here in this country in the country that's supposed to be uh, a freedom and liberty country. We have a constitution, something that no other country really has, that's based in freedom and liberty. And you just want to be here and live your life. You don't want this country to become a communist Soviet Union, correct? Correct. And this is the whole reason why I liked it here, why I moved here, why. Um, I decided to stay here um, because of those freedoms that we have here, because of the opportunities that we have here. You know, even in the modern Russia, if you work really hard, if you're very smart, it doesn't really guarantee the success. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that in U.S., if you are very smart and you work hard, you guarantee the success. Mm-hmm. There is no way you will be work in minimum wage if you're very smart and you're hard working mm, I, um, at the same uh, time. Again, in Soviet Union, it was completely different, mm-hmm. you know. Your sort of personal input didn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, even in the modern Russia, you know, it matters more. Um, you know, it's, Again, it's not a guaranteed of success if right. you're very smart and very hard working. Right, because um, being an individual in, doesn't matter in under communism or, or authoritarianism. Correct, and what I see yeah. here right now, all this, uh, what really bothers me in this whole democratic ideology is all this equality, 
Mm. And equity, I don't even honestly understand what equity is about. Uh, well, that's a good... In this sort of racial debate. But the whole equality, honestly, I don't believe in equality. We're all not created equal. It has absolutely nothing to do with your race, with your gender, nothing. But we all, you know, some people more hardworking, some people are lazy. Mm. Well, you know, Paulina... Some people want to do good. Some people want to be criminals. Right. We're not sort of equal. I believe in merit. Right. Well, you you believe in a meritocracy and a, mer- a meritocracy. So so merit should get you where and judgments should be made on merit. Well, Paulina, you're not very off on the differences of equity versus equality. You really aren't. Um, and... I'll, I'll just let you put me on the spot here with that, and I'll tell you just really, really quick and for the listeners to understand, too, because there's probably a lot of people, Paulina, who, who hear this equity talk, and the Democrats will try and equate it to equality, but they're quite different. Uh, you know, equality in this country, you know, the, the United States Constitution, we have an, basically an equality clause. Everyone is judged by uh, their character, not by, you know, the scales of law are weighted on what you've done and what you do and decisions you make. It has nothing to do with your skin color. And so when, when it is said in this country that everyone has the equal opportunity to succeed. So what that means is everyone in this country can live by the Constitution. A citizen in this country has the Constitution on their side, which restricts government. So when when we have the, we must be treated equally under the eyes of the law that basically means if you're a citizen in this country and you have a dream and you go after it if, as long as you're in the confines of the law you will be treated equally you go after that opportunity because it's there for anyone who wants to seize it and you hit on it Paulina because there are some people who don't want to work hard there are other people's that people that look at a 40 hour week and say that's nothing I, I'll do 60 hours I'll do 80 hours and then they succeed and they succeed and they continue to succeed and that's not be, that's not equity. That's because they had the the equal opportunity to go after something. They just decided to go after it a little harder, and and Correct. that that is is kind of going into the merit base and what you're talking about. Now, equity, on the other hand, equity is terrible because when you talk about equity, all equity is going to lead to is shared misery. You can look to Russia, you can look to uh, China, communist China, you can look at all these communist countries, Marxist countries, and socialist countries, they all talk about equity, but their biggest population is shared misery. There's very few at the top, there's very few in the middle, but there's a whole lot of people at the bottom. And what equity does is basically saying, and look at schools today, uh, government schools in this country that are getting rid of their discovery programs. They're getting rid of their AP programs. They're getting rid of, uh, of all their excelling programs because they're bringing those children. No, I don't, we don't want these children to be recognized for being extra, extra smart. We're going to pull them down. And so we're just going to have a pool of mediocrity. We're going to have a pool of equity. So equity will be Correct. that everybody all the equity basically says that all the outcomes need to be the same and there's no way you can legislate outcome unless you want to legislate misery. So does that okay, make sense? So, so this is exactly what communism is. Exactly. There is distribution of income so no one is super rich, no one is super poor and no one is 
Right. Very successful, but, but no one is very, very exactly. But they, but they all become subjects. And they all become subjects of a, of a hard line. Exactly. Well, Paulina, I really thank you for the call, but we've actually got to go to break. But why don't you hold on for a minute, Paulina, if you can, and we'll bring you back in the thank next you. segment. All right, hang on right there, folks. We will be right back. Uh, Victor, as uh, I do have a few rights here as as the owner. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> and your legendary Dave. And uh, I would like to ask Paulina to oh. uh, come into the station at some point on your show or mm-hmm. or any time that she has time and uh you know i love getting the idea of this is like the word direct uh-huh. you know? right coming right from a source exactly and so mm-hmm. i would personally like to invite paulina to come into america's web radio and i hope she'll uh take me up on the offer and we'll be back right after this Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. So, Paulina, if you're still there, are you still there? I think we may have lost her. Um, but we we want to uh, – so Legendary Dave <laughs> um, has put out that, that invite. So, Paulina, um, email the station. Uh, in fact, I think I've, we already know how to get – I think we Brett, the producer, has got your info. So we're going to get in touch with you, and we're going to schedule you to come uh, visit the studio and uh, sit here with me, and we'll chat about some things. It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. You will love it. Um, all right, folks. So um, – Listen, you don't have to always take it from me. Take it from fantastic callers like we just had from Paulina from Georgia. Um, I mean, this is a girl who who lived in Soviet communist Russia. Uh, now, granted, she was really young, but but she knows her history, and she's got parents and grandparents. They know the Soviet Union, and she came to this country. Uh, because of the freedoms and of the liberty. And, you know, everyone around the world, they always hear of the American dream. There, when was the last time you heard of the Russian dream or the France dream, the French dream or the German dream or the Spanish dream? That doesn't exist. It's always the American dream. And folks, I have traveled extensively. And and if you haven't, you should. I wouldn't recommend it now, at least not over to Europe right now, because those people have lost their ever-loving minds. But eventually things are going to get back to normal, hopefully, and uh, and you can take a normal trip to Europe. And, and you should. You should. But there you will hear talk of the American dream. Especially if you're willing to go and talk to to the lower class, if you're willing to go talk to all those folks that are being held back and held down, 
Um, you go talk to them and they will talk to you about the American dream that they hear about, the American dream that they watch on TV when they're allowed to. That is what happens across this world. Um, there is no other country like the United States, and, and, and God help us if we lose it. If there is no United States, there is nowhere else to run. Um, folks, I've said this before. Somebody on this planet is going to be the, the world leader. They're going to be the influencer. I would much rather it be we, the people of these United States, who believe in the foundations of freedom, the foundations of liberty. We believe in the restricting government. We believe in the power of the citizen. I would rather that country be the leading country in the world. I don't want it to be communist. Do you want communist China? Folks, communist China already sent a virus over here. Whether it was on purpose or not, it came from China. And look what it's done. Look at the devastation that it's done. And shamefully, look what the Democrats have done. If you ever, ever doubted me when I told you the Democrats and the establishment elitist in Washington that all they want is power. If you ever doubted me, how can you doubt me now? Because they've taken a virus, and the first thing they did was politicize it. They politicized it to get rid of Orange Man Bad that they hated because he didn't belong in Washington, you see. He wasn't part of the group, you see. And they used the virus to get rid of him, and then they used the virus to control you. They used the virus to to put the fear of of death into the citizens of this country. They use the virus to shut your business down. They use the virus to force you into your home. And now they're trying to use the virus to force a shot in your arm that many of you don't need because you've already had the virus. And then they're using the, the virus to to try and force you to not be able to fly. They don't want you to be able to leave your state unless they give you permission. Folks, there's plenty of history plenty of history of Soviet Russia, Chinese, uh, the communist Chinese, uh, go look at the old uh, Eastern Bloc of Europe. There's plenty of history of where governments did not allow free passage of their citizens. They were told when they could travel, where they would travel, and how they could travel. We don't want that in the United States, but you have a party here in the Democrats, and with the help of some establishment Republican goofballs, that are perfectly willing to see how much control you, the American citizen, we, the people, are willing to give up. Are you, as an American citizen, are you willing to allow the government to tell you what kind of shot to get and when to get it? Folks, that is between you and your doctor. There are doctors out there that are telling patients. I happen to be one of them. Um, but there are do- there are patients out there uh, where where we just don't know if the vaccine is safe enough yet. It's, we're not against the vaccine. We're just not sure if it's safe enough for us yet because of a p- particular condition that we may have. I'm going to listen to my doctor. I am not going to listen to dementia-ridden Joe Biden. I'm not going to listen to a Democrat hack, nor am I going to listen to a Republican establishment hack. I'm not going to listen to any elitist politician tell me that he can supersede my doctor and tell me to get a shot. And so, caller Paulina, I totally understand. You don't want your employer telling you to get a shot. Your employer is not your doctor. So I get it. And and let me tell you, just don't give up the fight. Just you, we, we have to keep up the fight. And the way that we're going to fight back is we're going to throw out every Democrat we can possibly throw out. Uh, but we're, we, we need to get and support any 
action lawsuit that's going to reach the Supreme Court to push this Biden mandate back. And I do believe, folks, I do have faith. I do believe that the Supreme Court is going to, uh, you know, be slap the Biden administration. Um, and I hope they slap them back into reality. But the biggest slap to reality that we as people are going to give the Biden administration is going to be in 2022. Um, which is which I am am telling you, listeners. Please, I uh, all of you listeners, you know I love you to death, and I thank you so much for listening. But you people out there in California, and you listeners in New York, and my listeners in Florida, my listeners all over the place, you guys, you've got to get off the couch. You've got to do more than just vote for yourself. You got to go out and talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, uh, talk to your coworkers. Do it outside of work. Don't do it at work. Um, but talk to them about why, why we must throw Democrats and establishment Republicans out. Why do we need a conservative, independent-minded, liberty-loving uh, uh, person to run for office? Why do we need to vote for them? Why do we need to vote for libertarians? Let's vote for independents. Let's vote for conservative Republicans. Let's not vote for the establishment Republican. Let's not vote for the establishment Democrat or any Democrat for that matter, because they all, you know, the Democrats will vote in unison as they show year after year after year. And right now, the Democrat Party is on a full on assault to control we the people. When the government is telling you that they they deserve the right to put a shot in your arm, Damn the science. Damn what your doctor says. That is an alarming time, folks, because if we allow the federal government to mandate that they can put a shot in your arm, do you think it's going to stop with the Wuhan virus shot? Hell no. It's not. That's just the beginning. If you allow this kind of power, I warned everyone a year ago, over a year ago. That if we allow these mandates, if we allow these politicians to get away with what they've done, we allow them to just willy-nilly shut your business down, we allow them to put you in a mask, we allow them to put shots in your arm, we allow them to mandate this stuff, then we're just giving away our freedoms, folks, and we're giving away this country. So next year better be one big old B slap to the Democrats, and we need to slap down some establishment Republicans too, folks. Because you are seeing the birth of American authoritarianism. You're seeing it right now, and it's being authored by the Biden administration. Because if you think they're going to stop with uh, forcing you to have shots, folks, that's just the beginning. Then they're going to force you to have boosters. Then they're going to force you to do other things. They're going to force you to wear certain clothes. You know, we have this... uh, craziness unfolding in the in Afghanistan right now with the Taliban who lives by Sharia law who are forcing their women to wear certain things and if they don't wear them they get beaten in the street you you think that could never happen in this country well folks i didn't think it could ever happen in this country where the government could force you to buy health care i didn't think in this country they could ever force you in your homes i didn't think in this country the government would dare try and force to put a shot in your arm i didn't think that we'd ever have a time when this government would force your business to go out of business and you to lose your livelihood just because they deemed it necessary I didn't think we would ever be a time in this country when the president of the United States would give the most divisive speech, which is what Biden did the other day, the most divisive speech ever given to the American people by an American president. The American president right now, Joe Biden, gave a speech the other day trying to divide as many Americans as he could. He wants to put American against American. Folks, that is what communism does. That's what Marxism does. That's what socialism does. That's not what we do. We, the people of these United States, we don't turn on our neighbor in the name of big government 
And that's what Joe Biden's trying to do. Joe Biden have, was was more angry at the American citizen. He showed more anger and contempt towards you and I, the citizen, than he did to the Taliban, who killed 13 soldiers and killed how many Afghanis? And now there are hostages in Afghanistan. There are people being beheaded. There are women being being beaten in the streets. And Joe Biden shows more anger to you and me than he does to a terrorist group. Folks, that is just uh, that is the kind of thing that you really need to take notice of because the media is trying to hide it from you. And we cannot, as American citizens, continue to allow the Democrats and the establishment Washington, the establishment fools in Washington to use a virus to push and push and try to seize more power over the American citizen. You've got this doctor lady, and I'm not going to remember her name, as part of the Biden administration who's out there uh, on MSNBC and, CB- and CNN and everywhere else that will have her, telling you that your right under the Constitution means nothing to her because she has deemed it that you don't have the right to move about freely. That that's not a constitutional right. No, that's a privilege. So she's telling you, and this is the Biden, trust me, if she's telling you this, this is what Biden believes in his, his group of puppet masters. They think that the Constitution doesn't give you freedoms, that the government gives you freedoms. They have just basically said to hell with the Constitution because we have a virus now. And we can use this virus to convince people that the Constitution doesn't matter, that we're going to control everything. So you've got a federal government right now that's trying to control every aspect of your life, and they're doing it and trampling all over the Constitution. Even with the Supreme Court is giving out rulings, you've got these bozos in Washington who are ignoring it. Folks, this has got to stop. It's going to have to stop. But my goodness, I'm going to have to stop now. Um, we have reached the end of the show. I don't know where this time goes, but it goes by fast, folks. So listen, it's been great. We'll be back next week. You stay tuned because Locked and Loaded with Roger B. is coming up. Have a good one. And before we get to that, uh, I wanted to throw out one thing that uh, uh, it's just been announced that DeSantis has called up the National Guard. And uh, other states are going to be doing the same. And, folks, if you're not prepared, get prepared. And uh, you should have at least a two-week supply of food on hand, at least. And with that being said, we're going to turn it over to uh, Mr. B very shortly and locked and loaded. And he may have some thoughts on being prepared as well. So, uh, <laughs> So with that... Victor, thanks for a great show, and uh, looking forward to being back uh, next week. And uh, if you get a chance to talk to Paulina, I hope you'll pass on my uh, message to her. You know, I absolutely will, David, and and, uh, we will be in contact with her, and we will bring her here and get her into the studio, and that'll be great. Yeah, I I think she, you know, she gives a a perspective. We can talk about what we've Mm -hmm. learned in history and Mm -hmm. what we've read. Right. But she was there. She was there. She She, saw it. She's got family that can give firsthand recounts of it. You know, it's like uh, walk a mile in my shoes. In my head, yeah. Well, she's she's worn the shoes. Exactly. And uh, I would uh, love to have her in the studio and talk about 
Yeah, we, what she went through, and uh, we will definitely do it. And I've got a quick message, real quick, for from us here, me and Roger B, and and I'm sure David and Brett, you guys will appreciate this. Uh, but we here, me and Roger B, we're not really concerned with mandates because we don't date men. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.